Welcome to my Love Life Podcast, episode number 40, The Magic of Integrity and Character. It's July 5th, 2022. I'm your host, Lisa A. Lundy, author, blogger, YouTuber, motivational speaker, and podcaster. I'm also a member of the Newsweek Expert Forum. I help people be well-loved, happy, and healthy, even when life is very difficult. As my disclaimer, this podcast does not constitute medical or therapy advice in any way, and my music is by Howie Moskowitz. Magic of Integrity and Character. Oh my heavens, one of my favorite topics, character and integrity, because they're magical. They're simply amazing and magical, as we'll get into a little bit later. What's interesting is that the topics of integrity and character have been written about since the beginning of time, and you can find writings from classic philosophers like Plato and Aristotle that have been around for thousands of years, which underscores the importance and significance of character and integrity. There are entire books and courses on integrity and business ethics. And certainly, if you want to have an amazing life in a professional sense, you need to have integrity and character, which we know from the research, and we even know that from Uh, different leadership models, for example, the leadership character model developed in 1995 by psychologist Dr. Robert Turknet and his wife Carolyn, Um, integrity is is the core foundation. So it's critical for personal life, it's critical for a job or professional life, and you want to have great friends in your life, you want to have great people in your life, And to do that, you need to be a person of character and integrity because nobody, nobody, nobody wants to associate with a cheater, a liar, or somebody of, um, they can't trust. Like, nobody wants that. So, C.S. Lewis is famously quoted for saying, integrity is doing the right thing, even when no one is watching. So, what are we going to cover today? Well, I'm going to cover the basic foundation for integrity and character by giving you a brief definition. I'm going to give you some examples. I'm going to cover why people lack integrity and character because I think that's important. I will give you some ideas of some of the things that it takes to have integrity and character, the top benefits, and some steps to start building your muscles for integrity and character and then my takeaways and call to action. If you happen to be new to my content, you can visit my website at www.lisaalundy.com to enter my current giveaway, which is called Look, Look, I Want a Book. I know, a little corny, but it makes me chuckle. So if you enter the giveaway, you can win a copy of my uh, empowerment handbook, which is uh, the Love Life Handbook for Being Well-Loved, Happy, and Healthy, which is really all 
the things that my content is about. As my disclaimer, it's important for you to know that I'm not a medical professional or therapist in any capacity. I am simply not that. And you should be getting your medical or therapy advice from a licensed medical professional. If you're listening to this podcast and you happen to be thinking about harming yourself, or if you happen to be suicidal, I am asking you to get on the phone and call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. I'm asking you to do that because there is help available and you, you can get the support that you need. If you're unwilling to call the 1-800-273-8255 number, then I'm asking you to post it on social media. I'm asking you to ask people to help you because there is help. Now, let's talk about some basic definitions for integrity. Well, according to the dictionary, integrity is defined as the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness, or the state of being whole and undivided. So that's the definition. So when we think of integrity, we're thinking of honesty, truthfulness, authenticity, reliable, being reliable, regardless of what happens, uh, and consistency of actions and moral courage. So that kind of gives you the basis for integrity. Character is defined as the mental and moral qualities that are distinctive to an individual. More broadly defined, moral character is looked at or thought of as a person's tendencies mm -hmm. to think, feel, and behave in an ethical manner or an unethical manner if they're lacking moral character. So moral character is formed by your actions according to the research. Now, because this is a very broad topic that I am distilling down to the barest of bare bones, I think it's important for me to give you some flavors, kind of really basis for what all is involved in character, because that's a very broad term. So I'm using character and integrity together, although they're obviously different things because I just gave you the definitions. But I'm going to refer in this podcast to character and integrity, even though they're different things. So when we look at character in the research and in the historical writings of philosophers, there's a very common theme or list of what's considered virtues, which would, are the things that hopefully make up your character. So to cheat a little bit, I'm going to tell myself to cheat a little bit, I took, uh, lifted from the Catholic uh, Catechism their lists of the gifts and fruits of the Holy Spirit. So I'm just going to read through that because it's a very good comprehensive list of things that you can have if you want to have high moral character. Wisdom, understanding, right judgment or counsel, strength, courage or fortitude, knowledge, reverence, fear and wonder of the Lord, or it could be of life or of people, love or charity, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, 
humility or gentleness, fidelity or faithfulness, modesty, self-control, and chastity. So that gives you kind of the flavor of the components that when writers are talking about character, those are some of the things, well, those are most of the things that they're talking about. Now, before we move off to the next point, I think it's important to mention reputation because sometimes people collapse their reputation with their character or their integrity, and reputation is really what other people think about you. Now, it may or may not be true because sometimes people will falsely, you know, impugn your reputation, but reputation is really what other people think about you and your character and or integrity. That's not necessarily true, but, but this is one, one of the reasons why having high integrity and character is so important, because it boosts your reputation. So I'm going to give you some examples in life for character and integrity. And to start out, I'm going to tell a little story. I'm going to tell you the truncated or abbreviated version of the story. Um, and <laughs> it's a little embarrassing. So when I was very young, in high school, I was a yearbook editor, and we used to, um, my co-editors and I, or people from the staff, would go to my house after school to work on yearbook on the dining room table. Partially because my house was closed, partially because we had more room, and partially because my mom would feed us snacks and goodies. But anyway, as a result, I ended up, after high school, with a stapler that belonged to the high school. And the high school's closed, and long story short, that stapler did not get returned to the high school for a very, very long time. Like, too many years to mention. And the, and I meant to. Like, I would think, oh, I gotta remember to pack, when I was in college, oh, I gotta remember to pack up that stapler and get it home so I can return it. It was always on my mind, but never a big enough priority that I actually made a note, put it on my list, and got it done. But then, you know, a few years ago, uh, I was handling the stapler and thought, oh my goodness, I'm now in the area where the high school is. I need to return this for my peace of mind and my integrity. So I took the stapler. I wrote a cute little funny note about the journey the stapler had gone on and now it was home, etc. To try to lighten the fact that I was like a little mortified that I had not made a point to return the little stapler. Well, let me tell you, uh, I had one of my kids was in the high school at that time and actually had the the uh, the job of, of returning the stapler with the note, and the high school staff was in hysterics. They loved it. They thought it was amazing. And they made a little special place for the stapler and the note. And I heard, rumor has it, I don't know if this is true or not, that when the new school building was built, that the stapler also got a special place. So I, I share that not because I love to tell things about myself that are embarrassing, but because, you know, that had weighed on my mind for too long. And it just never was weighing enough to actually have me take the action to do it. But let me tell you, it was very freeing, although embarrassing, very freeing and very powerful to have it not in my space anymore. So other examples of integrity and character are paying back borrowed money. 
even if the people who loan the money to you don't need it back. Pay back those, those loans. Being kind to someone who's been unkind to you. Saying no to illegal activities like cheating on your taxes or other such things. Returning things you borrowed. Oh my heavens, people. I had to kind of clamp down on things I loaned to people because I loaned some some of my kids' baby rattles and really amazing things that I was keeping. And then the woman I loaned them to wouldn't return them. Like, would not. I went to her house. Like, she would not give them back. So return the stuff you borrowed. Um, if you happen to get something in your bag at a store when you get home that you didn't pay for, take it back. Yes, I have done that. Because if I didn't pay for it, I'm not keeping it. Or returning excess change that the cashier or clerk gives you inadvertently. There's all kinds of ways where you can have integrity and character. And some of them are easy and some of them are not so easy. So I want to touch base on some of the reasons why people are lacking in integrity or character. So one of the causes for a small percentage of the population, and I do mean small, is that they have a mental disorder like they're a psychopath, a sociopath, or they have narcissistic tendencies or narcissistic personalities. Another reason is disordered thinking or cognitive distortions. So there's, there's I think, like 17. There's a lot of cognitive distortions, and quite frankly, they're, I think they're very common. But we don't talk about cognitive distortions, and we should, in my opinion. We should be talking about all the stuff that I podcast and write about because it's really important. So, for example, emotional reasoning is one type of cognitive distortion. And if you have that, um, it's going to color your entire life. It means you're not using factual, based in reality thinking. And it's going to affect your ability to be in integrity and have character. Another cognitive distortion that is common and could play into this is I'm always right. So there's a cognitive distortion that's called I'm always right. And if you had that, well, that would affect your ability to be a person of character and integrity. Low self-esteem is another factor. An entitlement mentality or belief. A scarcity mentality, meaning like there's never enough, so I have to take what I can or get what I can. Being a revenge or jealous type of person, lacking a moral compass, being low functioning. And when I say low functioning, I'm not talking about the autism spectrum. There is a functioning scale for quote unquote typical people. They used to use the global assessment of functioning called the GAF, which stands for the global assessment of functioning. Now they've moved to a different kind of uh, assessment, but but we have many people in society, unfortunately, who aren't that high-functioning. So when something bad happens, they're literally taken out of the game. Being selfish or self-centered, having poor role models growing up, not understanding the significance and value of character integrity, of character and integrity, low emotional intelligence, using uh, justifications to, you know, make their behaviors okay instead of dealing with reality um, because they are not self-aware. 
or because someone lives in a false reality. Uh, Deep-seated loathing, deep-seated self-hatred can, can play into that. Wanting to fit in, like everybody else is doing it, so I better get on board. Resistance to doing the right thing for a variety of reasons. Some people lack character and integrity because they simply can't say no to people or they have difficulty saying no. They are overwhelmed with life, they are overcommitted, or they lack time management skills, or they have the skills but they're not using them. So that's about 22 reasons why character and integrity can be difficult for people. And they're, they're valid reasons. I mean, it's, just, it's a large basis for why in society, integrity and character might be lacking. What I want to turn to next, and I love this, is the benefits. The benefits, because this is where it gets magical, people. Magic. I mean, you want life to be wonderful. You want life to be fun. You want your life to be filled with love. And of course, you want it to be easy. Well, life isn't easy. However, if you happen to be a person of high integrity and character, life will be easier than if you don't. So here's the benefits. Well, here's some of the top benefits. So number one, it will help you be viewed as being trustworthy because you will be trustworthy. You want to have great friends in your life because it's important for your, your enjoyment of life. It's important for your mental health. And we know from the research, having friends and socializing has medical benefits as well. Well, being trustworthy attracts people. It's a very attractive trait. If you're going to be untrustworthy, if you're going to lack character and integrity, you are going to be repelling people. People are going to want to run away from you. So I've listed it as the number one benefit, but not it's not necessarily the most important benefit, but it's a pretty big benefit. Next, you'll be viewed as reliable. One thing people really want in their life is they want people they can count on. Nobody wants to have somebody in their life where they're like, well, I don't know if I can count on them. They might show up. They might not show up. They might do it. They might not. No, no, no. People do not want that. Reliability, it to be viewed as a reliable person is exceptionally valuable. Next, being a person of character and integrity builds connectedness. In this world where loneliness and social isolation has grown dramatically because of the pandemic, it continues to grow, being a person of character and integrity will help you build connections. And what we know is that loneliness and social isolation increases premature death by up to 50%, making it a bigger threat than things like, you know, being obese. So having, building social connections is very important. Next, building on connectedness, it builds relatedness. When you start making friends or when you have people in your life, you want to feel related. And this is a critical stage as you're, you know, starting to make friends or you're building a relationship. So this builds relatedness. And clearly, because of the other benefits I just listed, it builds relationships. Listen, you know, we know from the research that infants left alone, infants left alone or people who are isolated don't do well in life. 
So this is important in building relationships. When you start building your muscles for integrity and character, it builds courage. And life takes courage. It also takes being a little vulnerable. So every action that you take to build your integrity and character helps build courage. It helps build self-esteem. It helps bring you inner peace. It adds to your happiness. It frees up your mind. How many times do I think about returning that stapler without doing it? Oh my heavens, I can't even count. Many. So when you take the actions that bring integrity and character into your life, your mind is going to be freed up. It provides you power and freedom. And the last thing is having character and integrity in your life adds love to your life. You want to have love in your life. Yes, you do. I'm not talking about romantic love. You can have that or not. That's up to you. But I'm talking about loving people, being loved. And the more you have integrity and character in your life, the more love you can find because of all the other benefits I just covered. People are going to view you as somebody they can trust, that they can count on, and that you're a good person. So those are the benefits, and trust me, they are magical benefits. So what are some of the things it takes to be a person of character and integrity? Well, it takes courage. For example, returning the stapler took a little courage. I mean, I was laughing about it. It was kind of funny, but it was a little embarrassing that, like, how did I not arrange that before? But courage, bravery, it takes a little vulnerability. It takes being a little uncomfortable sometimes. Sometimes you're going to be judged. Sometimes you're going to be condemned. Sometimes people are going to be disappointed in you. Sometimes there's a little embarrassment. It will take the ability for you to be accurately honest with yourself, which falls under self-awareness. And it's going to take accurate thinking because cognitive distortions or disordered thinking don't give you an, a reality that's valid. Sometimes you will lose friends or family from doing things that have integrity. Um, and sometimes you might lose a job. Like if you worked for a company that was committing fraud and you couldn't, you couldn't uh, align with that and you might have to quit your job because of the fraud the company's perpetuating, well, you might lose a job. And, you know, you can potentially make yourself a target if you're a whistleblower. So there are some things that can happen. So you have to be able to deal with those things. And I will say, as a person with a lot of practice in character and integrity, that the benefits far, far, far and away exceed what it takes. A little bit of embarrassment, a little bit of this or that, being able to relate and connect to people and have love and great relationships in your life, trust me, it's worth it. So now I want to cover what are some things that you can do, what are some steps you can take to start to build integrity and character in your life. Number one, you're going to want to do an accurate self-assessment or self-evaluation. So this might be hard for you, and I'm going to suggest you do it with an open mind, open heart, and do not be harsh on yourself. 
Well, this is what most people do. They're very harsh on themselves. They may be compassionate to everyone else in the world, but they're hard on themselves. So where do you stand with respect to keeping your promises? You keep your promises? That's integrity. Integrity is you do what you say you're going to do. You keep your promises. You know, do, are, are you full of the virtues of character? Where do you not keep your promises or your commitments? Sometimes people have high integrity with other people, but they lack it with themselves. So where are you with that? So look around. Look at your finances, your health and wellness, friends and family, work, your living space, etc. Just look at your whole life and then make a list. Where is integrity lacking? Where are you not? you know, being a person of character. And if needed, and I this is very risky, so I'm not recommending this. I am not recommending this. But if you had really great people in your life or family or people you have high trust with, you could have a conversation with them about you and how you come across and your integrity and your character. But that's risky, so I'm not recommending it. You can do it, but so it can be tricky and risky. So Maybe do that, but probably not. Just be honest. So that's the first step. It's really kind of where are you about it? And then secondly, my suggestion to you is that you take a look at your core values and beliefs. Interestingly enough, as a life coach, this is not something we talk about in society, and it's not something that most people know. Like They haven't sat down and said, hmm, what are my core values and beliefs? What are my operating principles in life? We don't talk about that. We don't think about that. And it's wildly helpful. It's extremely helpful to have some insight and understanding as to what is the foundation for your life. What are your core values and beliefs? And make a list. Next, I recommend that you... you Really drill down, drill down, and have a written list of where you need to put your integrity back in, where you need to, you know, build the muscle of integrity. You know, that that's going to be confronting. So if you take the bat out of your hand and you're compassionate, you could look at it like, wow, I'm going on this great adventure, and... I'm going to take a peek at where I could uh, boost my integrity. Oh, fitness. I said I would walk, but I haven't been walking. Or, oh, I said I'd reduce my caffeine or my soda or this or that. You know, like just take a look and start making some notes because it's going to be helpful. And, you know, for anything, you need to have a clear understanding before you start a journey. Next, I suggest that you look around in your life. Like, look around at the people in your life as you're beginning this process or the journey and, and ask yourself, who are the people you have in your life who have high integrity and character? Who are the people in your life that you know you can count on, you know are reliable, you know these people do what they say they're going to do, period. Who are those people? What are they like? What are their lives like? How do they behave? Like, just take, you know, kind of, sit back and observe and look and see because this is going to be very helpful to understand who's in your life. Now, if you're looking around, you can think, well, you know, 
this person, that person, this person, that person, they never keep their word. They never do what they say. I can't count on them. You'll know those are not your role models. And hopefully you're going to have some great role models. So next you're going to begin the work of starting to clean up your character and integrity. And this, of course, we've already talked, the first step is doing an accurate assessment and evaluation. And now you've already made a list because I talked about that. So then you're going to start taking actions. Clearly, my stapler example, I made an action and I, I did the action that was required to return the stapler, you know, explain what happened and return it to its rightful owner. So what are the things you might need to do to clean it up? Well, if you made a promise to someone that you would do X, Y, or Z, and then you never did it, you would need to get in touch with that person and say, I promised you that I would do X, Y, or Z, which clearly I didn't do, and I am apologizing for that. Yes, you're going to have to apologize. If you can't apologize to people in life, you've got some work to do. I hate to break it to you. Everyone should be able to apologize. And actually, I'm talking about the healing nature of forgiveness in an upcoming podcast. But yes, if you made a commitment or promised something and you didn't do it, an apology is warranted and appropriate. Then depending on what you promised and what did or didn't happen, you can either tell the person, I am never going to do X, Y, or Z, or I still want to do X, Y, or Z like I promised. Here's when I can actually do it and give them a deadline, give them a date. I will do it by the end of the week. I will do it by tomorrow. I will do it by whenever. So that's kind of the process of cleaning things up. You've got to acknowledge what happened. You've got to apologize. I'm not saying you have to give them all excuses or don't just justify your behavior. Just say, I didn't do it and I apologize. If you're still willing to let me do X, Y, or Z, this is what I can do it by. And if it's not appropriate for you, then you say, and I'm sorry I made that commitment because it's just not appropriate for me. And sometimes when people have trouble saying no or they don't, they're overwhelmed in life and they, they really, I mean, listen, saying no is very difficult for many people. So it's common. And that's where people lose their integrity muscle or they lose ground on integrity because they say yes when they actually should be saying no. So you're going to look at your life and you're going to look at, you know, all the areas you've kind of looked at. Oh, finances. Well, I need to pay back that loan or I need to stop overspending or I need to make a budget or I need to do this or that and start generating a list of what's going to put integrity in your life in the different areas because it matters. So you get the idea. You're going to look at the list you made and then you're going to make a list of the actions you need to take and start taking them. I highly recommend on this journey and any other journey and in life in general and in life overall that you get a buddy or a partner because change is hard. Listen, if change was easy, we'd all change overnight. Change is not easy. There are plenty of books and research written about change management and how hard change is. People avoid change like the plague, but when you have a buddy and you're going to make it fun, then you're 65% more likely to succeed. So of course, if you 
want to have the magical benefits of character and integrity, get a buddy, partner up, create a group, do something. And, you know, enjoy it. So the next thing I suggest is you get very, very clear about your future, the future you want for yourself in your life. If we, you know, dip back into my earlier suggestion, which was to get clear about your values and your beliefs, here's the thing about life. Most people have taken a trip at some point in their life. They've gone on a road trip, they've gone on a day trip, they've gone on a vacation. Most people have taken a trip at some point in their life. Do they just hop in the car or get on a plane and not know where they're going? No. People, when they take a trip or a vacation, or even if it's just a day road trip, they plan it out. They decide where are they going, when are they going, when are they coming back, and what are they doing. They use great you know, thought and planning for their vacation, their road trip, or even if it's a, a day outing. So this is the kind of intentionality that people often don't bring to their life. They kind of get stuck in the drift of life and they don't plan it out. So when you get clear about your values and beliefs, it's wildly helpful to get clear about what, what are you creating? What do you want for your life? Because you want your life to be wonderful. I want your life to be wonderful. You may be, you may have so many issues and problems and and things that you're dealing with that you can't imagine your life being wonderful, which makes me sad, but it's extremely common. You deserve all the great things in life. And taking a moment to get clear about what you want in your life is, is helpful. It's especially helpful with character and integrity. So why not, while you're going through this, decide what you want for your life and your future? Why not? It's a perfect time for that. And, of course, write it down. Next, I recommend that you celebrate yourself. This is not something we do commonly in society. We don't celebrate every milestone, every little, you know, success. We don't do that. Life is hard. Why not do that? I don't know why not do that because I'm a fan of doing that. Celebrate every little progress that you make. If you're going through this podcast and you decide you are going to make a list, you're going to do a self-assessment, celebrate that. If you go the next step and you write down your core values and beliefs, celebrate that. You're going to celebrate everything because A, celebrating is fun and I'm a fan of fun and it helps to provide continuous motivation. So speaking of motivation... Um, the next suggestion is on the topic of being motivated and staying motivated, which is I suggest that you implement a personal reward system. I'm a diehard fan of personal reward systems because they work. I've coached enough people over enough years to know how effective they are. Now, that can be a little tricky to kind of set up, and I talk about how the steps to set up a personal reward system in a previous podcast on motivation. So I'm not going to do that now. And I've also had some writings about it on my website and, and on my videos, my YouTube videos. But I'm going to say, you don't have to spend a lot of money. You don't have to break the bank. You don't have to be, you know, a genius to figure out a little personal reward system for yourself. And that's going to help you 
make changes to your life because what we're talking about is your happiness. We're talking about your health, your wellness. So yes, given the statistics that we know in America and the world, mm, the largest percentage of people need to make some changes, some more than others. So get a personal reward system and start enjoying that and have fun with it. The next thing I suggest is based on the fact that many people, you know, their integrity or their character, mostly their integrity, but sometimes their character falls out of bed because they can't say no or they're overscheduled. So my suggestion is to start improving your time management skills. Now, I just did a, a podcast on that. And I love time management. Love it, love it, love it. Well, why do I love it? I love it because it's very helpful to have a life that you love. Well, we know most people aren't walking around going, oh my gosh, I'm so in love with my life. I pinch me, pinch me. Is this really my life? No, that is not what people think. It's not what people feel, but it's possible. The more you start working on growing and using time management skills, it's going to be easier and easier and easier for you to say no or for you to say yes and mean it. So it's very helpful and there's plenty of materials to help you grow those skills. Next, I suggest something that most people don't do and is wildly helpful, which is to start engaging in self-compassion. Well, self-care too, but self-compassion. And we have, like, I know some of the nicest people in the entire world and they are so compassionate to others. But when it comes to themselves, you know, they have like two bats in their hand to beat themselves up. And this is kind of the normal in society. In fact, it was normal for me because I actually talk about my journey to learn how to be uh, self-compassionate with myself in a pod previous podcast on self-care and self-compassion. So I highly recommend that because it is very freeing and has all kinds of benefits. So the next thing... I recommend is to do a progress check periodically. Now, if you happen to be using your time management skills, then it would follow that you're making a list because of course you want to use your time well because the more effective you are in using, you know, with time management, the more free time you have. The more free time you have. Well, who doesn't want to have free time? Everybody wants to have free time, just some people aren't willing to do what it takes. So if you're using time management skills, you will naturally have built in making a list and that gives you the opportunity to do a project or to do a periodic check-in. And it's interesting because as a life coach, when I'm working with someone at the end of a calendar year, we will have this progress check. And together, we will make a list. We will start the list of how they have grown and changed and developed and how their life has improved in the last year, which is, it's a wonderful, it's an amazing exercise. And then whoever I'm working with, their assignment after that call is to continue to look and add to the list. If you never stop to be introspective and pause, you will miss all the ground and territory you've covered. So it's a very powerful exercise. And yes, I would put it on your list. Next, I seriously suggest that you don't give up or quit. 
I, I, I know how hard life is, people. I mean, I would say more about how hard my life has been and is if I could without being in big trouble. So, but what I know is don't give up. If you've got a good plan and you're working your plan, it will eventually, you know, it will eventually work out. Just don't give up. You want to have the magic of integrity and character in your life. Yes, you do. You want those benefits. Everybody wants them. So don't give up. So just to, to wrap up with a quote before I go to my takeaways, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which I highly recommend written in, what, the 1930s. Here's a quote from Napoleon Hill. When you are able to maintain your own highest standards of integrity, regardless of what others may do, you are destined for greatness. And I want you to have a great life. That last sentence added by me. So here's your takeaway. So anyone can have the miracle and magic of integrity and character. It's just available to everyone. Uh, next, the benefits are significant and meaningful. They're just, it's amazing. And lastly, you know, it doesn't matter if you have lived a life without any integrity up till now or low character. It doesn't That doesn't matter. You can start right now and build those muscles because you can, and, and that will help you be happier, it will help you be healthier, it will help you in every single area of your life. So here's my call to action. It's just time to start building your muscles and putting in character and integrity into your daily life, your daily life. And it's time to realize that keeping your promises to other people and being a good person has rich, rich, and extraordinary benefits that you want. And lastly, share this podcast on social media to help other people have an amazing life. I'm Lisa Lundy saying thank you for listening to my Love Life podcast, episode number 40, The Magic of Integrity and Character. I hope you're going to start building the muscles of integrity and character because they really are magical. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe so you get new ones automatically and share this with the people you care about. You can always connect with me at my website at www.lisaalundy.com and enter my current giveaway. Who knows what it is right now? Uh, No, it's a book. I love you. I appreciate you. Hang in there. Take care for now.